Welcome to the Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 98, All the Salt in the Sea. The other day, I got a text with a question from some friends of mine via their mother. You see, they're seven years old, a little young to be texting on their own. They live in the mountains of New Hampshire, far from the sea, but somehow, maybe the result of a book from the library or a trip to the local aquarium, they have questions about the ocean, specifically about all that salt. Harold and Maud, that's what we'll call them for now, want to know why the ocean is salty and where all the salt came from. It's an excellent question, and one that maybe many adults have never pondered. The salt in the ocean is one of its defining characteristics, and the few saline lakes that exist worldwide are understood to be orphaned inland seas, cut off from the global oceans by geologic processes. The ocean is salty. Ponds, lakes, and rivers are not. And the ocean is big. 70% of the surface of the Earth is covered by seawater, which means that we are talking about a lot of salt. For every kilogram of seawater, about 2.2 pounds, roughly 35 grams of that kilogram are salt. That is the average salinity of the ocean. And there are a lot of kilograms of water. While it's impossible to know for sure, it could be something like 1.37 times 10 to the 21st power, 1.37 followed by 19 zeros, or 1.37 sextillion kilograms of water. It's a really big number. That gives us something approaching 50 quintillion kilograms of salt. So we're talking about just bizarre amounts of the stuff. The salt in the ocean is made of pretty much every naturally occurring element found in, on Earth in tiny amounts. The vast majority of it is exactly what you would think. Sodium and chloride, the two elements that make up table salt. That's why the ocean tastes like it does. Where all the salt comes from is a story of geology. Every time there's a volcano or earthquake that deposits or uncovers new, fresh rock, there will be more salt for the ocean. As rainwater washes over that fresh new rock, it dissolves all kinds of elements, including sodium and chloride, out of the rock, and that water ends up in the ocean. The water then continues on the hydrologic cycle. It evaporates back into clouds and forms more rain to rain down on yet more new rock. The salt just stays in the ocean. It doesn't evaporate with the water. So it builds up in the ocean. And the oceans have been around since almost the beginning of the Earth, a really long time ago, like 4 billion years. So there has been a lot of time for a lot of salt to build up. Does that mean the ocean is constantly getting saltier? If new salt is constantly being washed into the ocean from rocks, which it is, then yes. But there are processes that take salt out of the ocean. Not so much the sodium and chloride, but a lot of the other elements that are found in seawater, like iron and silica and calcium. So those are all getting taken out at the same rate that new salt is washed in. So the salinity of the ocean stays pretty much the same. So in summary, the salt in the ocean comes from rocks, especially fresh new rocks, and gets washed out of the rocks by rain, which carries it to the ocean where it builds up over time. Harold and Maude had another question about salt water and rivers, which we'll tackle next week. This has been episode 98 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on traditional Wabanaki land. Did you know you can find this show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week. 